We went into the bathroom to smoke. He didn't say much, but his eyes and hands did the talking. He looked at me like a game he was about to kill with that stupid smirk on his face. Spanked my butt and caressed it with excitement. He passed the blunt to me and started to undress me while I puffed. I stood there naked, bare to the world while he was fully clothed, admiring my body. I dropped the blunt and took off his shirt. I kissed his neck while my hands were unbuckling his jeans. Slowly, my tongue found its way to his nipples. Moving around in circles and teeth biting the pleasure while he moaned in ecstasy. His dick was erect, bursting its way through his jeans. I continued kissing my way through till I got to his dick. And the big black mamba with all of his 10-inch glory stood fully erect. I started kissing the tip of his dick before staring up a tornado on my tongue and started deep-throating. He was eyes closed, blunt in hand, moaning in ecstasy. After a while, he stopped me and took me back to the room, pushed me to the wall and started kissing me while grabbing onto my ass for dear life. He gradually went down and bit my nipples. I screamed in euphoria. He went down on me. He proceeded to push me to the bed, ass up, back arched. He went in for the kill with his tongue dancing inside of me. I was in such a euphoric state, I didn't notice when he slipped his finger in. He went in gently and slowly picked up the pace while he was kissing me all over my butt and back. Two fingers in and the pleasure intensified. I was ready for the take-in. His fingers moved with so much rhythm I could taste the rainbow. He finally slid it in. Welcome back to Black Boys in Pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. You guys, I know you've missed us. We're back. We're I mean, we're not back. officially back. Well, but I mean, we're <laughs> back. <laughs> this is our way of like keeping you all in check. Yeah. Because I mean, we've missed everyone. We've missed everyone. And we've missed doing this for everyone. And we missed talking our shit, yeah. basically. So if this is your first time listening to Black Boys in Pink, this is a podcast where we talk shit. Exactly, where we run our mouths, but also have like calculated and organized conversations. Conversations, yeah, and important conversations also. Yeah, I mean, when we and Asia people are not talking exactly. as much as they're supposed to. So, yeah. I I do get that. I do relate to that. Anyways, introduction, introduction. My name is El Fanning. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Nathan. <laughs> Yeah, my name is Toby. Today, I'm going with my own persona. <laughs> no alter egos no today. Ego today. Today, it's Toby. You're just saying Toby. I'm feeling myself too much. Yeah, so, so we yeah. decided to throw in a bit of fun for you guys before the release of our second season. Yes. And this is the first part of our um, project called The Interlude. Yes. Yeah. So you're welcome to The Interlude, baby. Don't let the smoothest for you. <laughs> Anyways, today we're going to be... What are we talking about today? Introduce the conversation. Yeah. So today, we're talking about love. No, basically, we're not talking about love. I mean, we're just having a conversation about like our reality right now I in respect to love. Yeah. So basically, I'm asking the question, 
are we all on dogs or do we love to repeat what he said are we all horn dogs as in like horny dogs I mean, oh. if you do not get that, there's nothing like, I mean, this conversation is not for you. Just take a pause button and you just move on. Because at this point, there's nothing I can do for you. Are we all horn dogs or do we love? What is your answer to that? I mean, I feel like this our recent generation has been, I don't know, our idea of love and I think our idea of love is, is no longer as, um, rooted in like in its own yes in its meaning basically mm-hmm. so it's not like rooted so i just feel like we're just dilly dallying and just anytime we get any small attention we call it love and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not sometimes you just you're just grateful for that attention mm-hmm. and next thing you just get to the extreme i mean something like that happened to me recently mm-hmm. like i met somebody mm-hmm. and then like we kept like i mean if you, you know you meet someone and immediately you guys just born like as if you guys have been you've been speaking for like Fine. years, like forever. You have been friends, mm-hmm. and like we spoke, spoke, we spoke, but the next day, like we got ready again to like meet. I mean, we met up, and like met up. We found our place ourselves in some place, and I know, mean, just say that you guys had sex. I don't know, like literally. You're just like, <laughs> you want to say you had sex, but you're like bouncing around. Am like, I vulgar? <laughs> Am I the vulgar one this season? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go on. So yeah, basically. And I remember calling it and I was telling him, oh, oh my God, yeah, I have literally found somebody. Like, finally, my single ship is over. <laughs> and I was just there asking, like, I swear in my head, I actually did believe it. But now, like, when you calm down and you, like, you look at everything. The rush of it. You just want to just a rush. Like, yes, I've been, like, alone for, like, a while. I've not spoken to anybody serious for, like, a while. I've just been, like, flirting and just doing my shit. I've been in the street, basically. So just this little connection I, I found with someone. And it can even be on based even on a friendship connection. Yeah. I was not even ready to even, like, think. Or I just took it up and said, ah, this is it. Oh, I really, I really like this person. No, we don't talk any longer. Because there's so many, the, 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 the hype of that um mm-hmm. emotion yeah i think it has, it's yeah it fizzled out it fizzled out I so also fast like, as I, I and i wanted i as you said that i thought about something about like how you know in movies people talk about so much about connections and not on the practicality of it but on the almost in the rush of it like oh yes. we met this time you know we had a bond and it was um, and i think sometimes we forget that Bonds sometimes, like, you feel all kind of bonds. You feel lost bonds. You feel, mm. like, connection bonds. You feel bonds also because maybe of your trauma or something. Yes, so yeah. many ways. Almost similar uh, personalities. Similar personalities. Do you get Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what even was... was that was key, it because we, are, we both... Yeah, yeah, we both had similar personalities and we just but went for the kill. And then the sex was great. I'm like, exactly. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. The sex was great then. It's a sign from God. Like, oh, child, well, yes. You, as, you, as you analyze, you said it, it cut off because you guys maybe you rush into the emotions of thinking that this was it. Yes. And then you now start holding that person to a higher expectation, even though there's you nothing. Do you there's get nothing that you're There's no base. Them. Exactly. You guys know, you don't know this person anymore, but you're already holding the person's expectation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pe- uh, um, person was already saying, oh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you with? Why are you texting? Mm-hmm. Do you get like, it just, 
all that passion mm-hmm. and all that emotion just make you guys rush into something that you're not even ready for. Yeah. And you've not even had time to process. Yeah. And that thing can even like break up the actual stuff. Like now yeah. we don't talk any longer. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I really want to tell you guys that all to be done. Now. But you know something like when oh before we actually started recording this episode, I had a conversation with someone, and he was telling me about how he recently broke up with um, his partner, mm-hmm. and you know, when he told me about the breakup, he told me how he blocked this person, right? Yeah. But then today I asked, I was like, oh, like, and then he was like, oh no, he unblocked, he unblocked this person, and I was like, oh, you know what? And I asked why. And then he made an, a very strong point that I actually thought about immediately. He said, when someone is on his block list, and this is his own, his own perspective, mm-hmm. it feels like he has to take that baggage around with him. And he prefers to, as he's letting go of this person online, it's almost like in their emotions too, he lets go of this person. So he knows that when he unblocks you, you stop following each other. So there's nothing to hold him, because sometimes he says he dabbles back into his block list randomly uh, and just be like oh this person what really even went wrong with yeah me? and they might not unblock this person and he prefers it when you have the power to check this person out you know that you have the power to check this person, but you choose not to and that's more of how he does the work of healing from someone rather than just leaving you on that block list i mean i get his point but me when i block yeah but it's, it's also different for yeah, different, but different you, one, like literally this told me when you <laughs> block somebody you are blocked for life there is no conversation. There is no maybe. There is no how. He literally just goes for the kill. And so I'm like, how do you do this? <laughs> I mean, no, but see, these are these are I, I view my own blocking. Mm-hmm. When I block, I feel like you're being toxic in my own space. Mm-hmm. And even though you're like, even though. You're, we're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I can still see you viewing my shit. I can still see you liking my pictures. Mm-hmm. And it just, anytime I see that, it just reminds me of the kind of person that you are, the kind of yeah. um, um, toxic um, toxicity you brought into my space. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. I just want you to the good go. Thing about, like, I know that when I forget. And blocking is that you immediately just unfollow the person. Yeah. Like, the app just feels like you don't want to fuck with this person anymore. You get. But I guess also, like, just making sure that that energy is not anywhere remotely close, close to your yes instagram says block and they will ask you like or oh, any other account that this person has created <laughs> i like that question a lot because whatever multiverse that you want to come out from like, you are still blocked yeah it's going to be blocked baby you're still on that block list but Nothing there's, a, happening. There's, a, there's, a, there's a question i wanted to ask um about love and like you know because you said that we are so into like the perception of what love is and into so much about like yeah. and there's no actual work. But then I think the the question that really bothers me so much about like because recently like I'm talking to someone you know, mm. and I really don't know what feelings I'm experiencing. And for someone like me who's never really been in a relationship, it's more tougher for me because I do not know if this is me liking this person or this is me fearing the vulnerable vulnerability that I may now have to bring out yes do you understand yeah so like sometimes i worry about like what i don't know it's like asking yourself what truly is love or how truly do you know the signs of love that's kind of where like my head is at with all of this conversation because sometimes i'm like is this a sign it's not a sign i feel like when you're in love Mm -hmm. is when you're willing to keep fighting like you have to keep fighting you have to keep 
being present. That's when you're in love. Mm-hmm. That willingness to do it. You know, sometimes you just have to keep fighting because somebody say you have to keep you have to stay married. <laughs> do you get like yeah. somebody say you have to stay married or uh, maybe they want to buy me something, don't buy me my headphone. Or, like you're just there. The they but when they, you're not willing to do it, but you're just a uh, you know, let me just call and let not be like I said, not call. But when you're willing, like you really want to check up on this person, exactly. you're willing to be present, you're willing, to, you are willing, and you the person no like you no longer feel like a chore. Calling this person is only like I said, if you don't do it, you will not feel right. Ex- mm-hmm. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is what I feel. That's what you I feel like you're in love. And yes, and people always forget that yes, you can get to that point with somebody. But if you don't keep working at it mm-hmm. and finding reasons to be willing. Yeah. Then you're already breaking up that thing True. little by little. True. And little by little. And you have to base and a lot of people base like relationship on frivolous things. Mm-hmm. If you're going to actually be in love, you have to not actually do that. That just see it for what it is. Yeah. Do you get call out flaws, call out whatever you see, but you have to see it for what it is, not for what you can get from it. Yeah. Just what the love is, the presence of that love. Yeah. Just for it. It should be enough. And that's when you know you are truly in love with somebody. <laughs> but then yeah i mean i think that another another serious part of this whole love thing as you explained you said it's like sometimes i fear that lustfulness has a very strong um point to play in love because for me now sometimes i think before before i'm emotional like because like we're in this world where a lot of connection starts from the physical mm. rather than on the yeah, or on the soul or the connection that you have, um, keening like spirit wise, right? So, if you have a connection that feels almost very like physical, sometimes it kind of has this play on like lustfulness and like connecting because like you want to have this sexual. I understand what you're trying to say. Around this person. I understand. Yeah. So, sometimes, like, uh you don't now know how to like differentiate okay, or navigate is, it. This is, is this, am I, cause sometimes I would say that I would tilt towards people that I am attracted to that are also attracted to me physically. Though our emotional connection might not be the strongest, right? But then I now have this perception that we can work on that. But then if you are not physically attracted, like attractive to me, or you don't really tick all the boxes that I have as my fantasies, it's always a hard trick trying to like convince my brain to mm-hmm. see. Yes. That's why I always say now in this recent generation, there's a disconnect yeah. with love. And that's why we're having so, like, I feel like the generation, the Gen Z, the millennials, you guys are going to have a lot of problems. <laughs> because, first of all, there's social media. Yeah. And now people need to understand that there's a social media persona and there's yeah, an and there's actual a person persona. persona. Yeah. They are both different people. Mm-hmm. And now we're in this world where we get to fantasize, we see things, or we watch shows, and we fantasize about things, and we have an idea. Of what want. we want, True. and then we're like, okay, with what we think we want. But let me just say what we yeah, think what we, we think want. We want. We're like, yeah. oh, what, what? We, yes, it's okay. Not what we actually need. Mm-hmm. Do you get? That's what we think we want. Old person must be this. Old person must be that. Old person must be this. And because of that, you already start to cut things off or cut people off mm-hmm. based on that shallow standard. Yeah. And you don't even get to connect. And then you meet somebody that have given you this persona or vibe online that you like, and you're like, okay, oh, like, oh God, I love this. This is the person for me. Mm-hmm. And then you meet the person in real life, and the same, there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. But and you notice this, but you're like, you know what? 
we can still fix it. Like he just said yeah. now, we can still fix it. Yeah. Oh, it will still be it good for the Instagram. Good. We can we can yeah. connect on that level. We'll find somewhere to connect. Mm-hmm. But you know fully well. You know. Because you I know, always do. You know fully well. And then, let's say you don't have sex and the sex is now great. Ooh, child. You guys, before you know you're yeah. in a relationship. <laughs> and now, it has even gotten worse because people are now in a relationship for aesthetic. And that's another topic entirely. But... I, don't have I mean that's that's big part of that. this entire conversation because as you say, like if you paint a certain picture in your head for what you think your perfect person would be, right? A lot of time people paint a picture that is overboard or people paint a picture of their insecurities of what yes. they they thought they would be. Be yes. So it's almost like the kind of person you're attracted to is the kind of person you think you want, you want or you're to be. Yes. And that also now brings you down. Because so, there's a lot of self-esteem problems, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, you create this persona and then you're not fantasizing about it and like, you know, romanticizing on it and just being like, okay, this is, this, this is my type, this is the person I want. And then by the time you get to have that type, it's almost like you're more into the aesthetic of the relationship exactly. rather than on the, on the actual relationship itself. And you see that when they leave both of you in a room, room. you can't have a conversation. You cannot have a conversation. You like, I actually room. know... I know, I know, like couple. Let me not say like a couple, because the athletes just a situation shape. Yeah. Online, <laughs> oh my God. I said to God, online they're like the best pals. There's a connect, everything is going. Yeah. But when they are in real life, there's nothing to talk about, and you're just there looking at each other, talking about being shit. Like, <laughs> do you see that girl Instagram? And it's <laughs> like the reason why you might not connect is because of the toxicness of the outside world. Exactly. So like, the only time you guys have a conversation is to bring another person down down exactly or to feed off another person's insecurities and be like oh look at you you don't have a boyfriend oh, ex- oh look at you you don't have a girlfriend exactly and uh, some people are not dating just to be just like i have a boyfriend i have a girlfriend mm-hmm. like some people are actually doing that mm-hmm. and it's just so sad because in our parents time and that's why i think they had an advantage they got to really bond with the people mm-hmm. see someone even past the some sometimes they'll become friends even past less okay yes at first they might not be physically attracted to somebody mm-hmm. and they become friends i thought you know the attraction will come. Like they always say love is blind. Do you think dating apps has also like had an effect on like how we also see love or how we try to even fall in love in the first place? Because yeah. like, you know, we have Bumble, we have Tinder, we have Grinder, we Ooh. have I mean there's so many other hookup sites that yeah, people actually just so love it. Like, <laughs> and you know, I have a time like I would not lie, definitely like the whole Tinder conversation is even the weirdest because you think that you're on Tinder to find relationships, mm. right? But in half of the time, people are on Tinder just because they want to fuck. I had a conversation with someone at a party, mm. and I think you were there when um, we were having a conversation. I was like, oh, look at your Tinder. You have, like, conversations. Mm. Right? You have people texting you. Mm. And then he said to me, he's like, oh, no, I don't. I just swipe people because I'm bored. Oh. And I thought about that. And I was like... Oh. Is this what every... Because, like, I, me now, if I'm... I mean, I'm not swiping because I'm bored. I'm swiping because I really, like, I'm looking out for people, right? But I didn't really end up getting bored. No, but then it's different if, like, the people that you're seeing, you're bored by. But it's, it's like, you're playing a game of, like, oh, let me swipe because I'm bored. I want you to swipe me back so we can, like, not have a conversation. I said, that's the most weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, you swipe and, like, oh, you match. Oh, my right? God, that's what the Gen Z thing. Like, you match, right? And then it's, like, okay... You start a conversation, hi. And this person doesn't reply. Or wait for like a month. Month, yeah. Or sometimes it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be the first person to hit this person up. Because obviously, it, both of you get notification at the at same, the same time. time. Yeah. 
But it's like, uh, I don't want to be the first person to start. Like, and all of these things that you said, like the millennials and the Gen Zs, we've been able to create different facets. Or, well, not the millennial common facets. Different ultimatums or criteria at which we can use to love. It's almost like watching 10 things I hate about you, but like in real life. <laughs> or like, um, um, no, it's not even 10 things I hate about you. There's this movie where they had to like, you know, the girl was training the guy on how to like get a match, but then they ended up together. Perfect match. It wasn't perfect match. It's something weird about around that. Um, I think ten days to find out something weird okay. around them. And it's like you now have all these ultimate like things like a man where it's like okay, man okay. don't do it, woman do it. You text first. You don't text now. You don't text first. And like we created all of these rules that don't make any it's goddamn same sense. sense. You see people saying, "Oh, like if you're chatting with someone, it's like don't be hasty to reply." It might, you might come off as too easy. <laughs> that part of of trying to get to know someone stresses me out. Where it's like, if you text immediately while the person is still typing, or you're replying as the person is still typing, it's like you're almost very. Whoever that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard <laughs> <That's>... in my <laughs> life. That is legit the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, oh why do we God. create all of these things? And as I think all of it. All of these things moved in from social media to dating apps, and they've all and like yes, affected our regular people. life. And like this big, of yes. all of them, and it has not affected regular life. And, and people, it's creating this it's barrier. Regular. And as you said, like you see, people, somebody said this one day, it's like, if you can't compliment my outfit when you see me, and don't compliment my outfit on my, my idea. Yes, it even now works because now it has not even moved from like physical to like you wouldn't drop comments in their comment section. Like you'd see a post, you like, yeah, it. like it. And then you send it, like, that thing is so dope. You send the post to, to the, the person. I said, I love your outfit. You look good. Drop the fuck, like, <laughs> you literally said, but, but, but you know the part more personal with that message. I mean, be personal. It's different if you want to, like, you could still text me. You don't yeah. need to send my picture to me. You look good in your picture, right? Mm. Use it to start a conversation where it's not like you're hiding from... And if you really want to, if you really love my outfit, you can, like, there is nothing that needs to be personal about a comment about loving somebody's outfit or liking somebody's personality in a video. You can literally just drop it right there. Yeah, that's true. Because nobody's checking for your comment. You're that's not telling true. the person I mean, to marry you. Yeah, I understand. Section. Those are the, the rules and laws of social media. Like, it's like, there's so many Chinese things. I'm like, when this person told me that, he was like, oh, just, you're bored. And it's like, so many people are swiping you because they like you. Like you, yeah. And then you are now saying that you swipe because you're bored it doesn't make any goddamn sense and that's always like when you meet someone online mm-hmm. you should also like state your intentions like mm-hmm. see me now if i meet someone online i know mm-hmm. from the get to go mm-hmm. i just want to have sex with you i am going to just let you know exactly so we both know that, okay this is what we're going at. that's another part that i find very stupid and very tricky because it's like when i and i think even me starting to like have i would say that the reason one of the reasons why i just decided to I've been on so many benders before, like sexual mm. benders, and I'm just like, you know what? Let me just go off because I can, right? And one of the reasons why is because sometimes it's harder for people to state what they really want. I hate when you play that two card of like, you try to act like you want to, you know. I mean, I understand getting to know me, right? Mm. But if the intentions are clear that you're getting to know me because, you know, you want us to fuck and you want the fuck to be really good and you just want to like, you know, vibe and have like mm. very good chill um, yeah. meeting, right? Then I'll understand that I don't need to really... And also, like, I would now know that I don't really need to... As much as I will open up, I don't need to, like, be really, like, vulnerable with you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like... No matter how we try to think about our sexual... Respecting our sexual um, uh, partners, 
we should also understand that they are just sexual partners no matter what, right? So yeah, you can't really yes. be openly vulnerable with, with them. them yeah, just, yeah, you just know that, yeah, the business for sex. Exactly. So, and that's, that's So you leave it. your vulnerability to the person that you actually want to make your emotional and sexual partner. But when you now start to create all of that, like you, you introduce yourself, you're playing this card of like, oh, um, I, I'm mysterious, but I like you. And you're not, you're not being very direct. And then even after the sex, you're like, I really like you. I really, really like you. But the action and really the actions like are not there. You're saying everything, but the actions and are not there. it's so funny because sometimes even like the, the lies happen during sex, right? Mm. After sex. And then when they get home, they don't even text you. And then they might come back like three weeks later and text you and be like, hey, um, hey, boo, how are you doing? It's been a minute. Um, fuck that. Communication. <laughs> like I said, communication. And that's why, yeah, people might say it's weird. I need to use that token. It's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what do you really want? And so, yeah, yeah, I'm just here for sex and stuff mm-hmm. like that. People might see it as being bland and being like rude and just being like crass or crude. But mm-hmm. it's also being truthful. Being and so we are, we're all being honest and everybody knows where, where, mm-hmm. we, where we stand. Mm-hmm. And so there's no like mix of emotions. Do you get mm-hmm. So like that. If, if if it becomes if it's something that you're not into, because if they've told you outrightly that I just want sex, right? You have now have the chance to say, well, I don't think I'm down for that, right? Yeah. Or you can easily say, well, I may be down for that, but the moment I start feeling like I'm maybe catching feelings for you, I'm going to tap out. Yeah. That simple, clean communication. It's not going to hurt anyone. I mean, like I said, people find it really, really, really hard to communicate. And I think also like there's there's a mind game of how people like to use emotional manipulation to just like make you feel like you are it's like you lie oh you're my world you're my everything you're my this you're my that but half of the time it's just you being lustfully attracted to this person right but then you want to play i had the, i mean we've all experienced that moment where it's like you don't know what's going on with this person mm. i know we've all kind of you've had that experience with the same person and i have i have had that experience with the same person where they start talking, and then you're like, okay, I don't know what this is. Is this like a okay. relationship? Okay. And then they don't yeah, try to say that this is what I want. But yeah. Then they are they actually needing the attention. Lead you on. They lead you on. And it's like, it's a bit confusing because, like, and I said, it's good. This person does this thing so well that it's now a map. Like, it's like, you've done it for this person, you've done it for me, you've done it for the next person, you've done it for the next person. And till now, it's still the same conversation of, what do you really want? Because it feels like you keep going around telling everybody, telling everyone, I like you. you. I, I kind of vibe with you. But then, like, you're just leading them on, but not even in a very constructive way. And, like, I always feel like if, if your, your intentions are not very clear and you're also not even putting attention, like, I always, one thing I respect, right, is if you are, you are literally, I, you are very intentional about what you want. Yes. Because I don't know how you can be very intentional about work, you can be very intentional about your goals and stuff, and you you don't want to be intentional about your love life. That's true. You ask someone, like me now, if I tell you I want to go out with you, I tell you I want to go out with you, I already planned that date out, I have it keyed out, right? But some people will literally text you and say, when are we going to go out? But why, <laughs> but why do you think people do this, though? And I think that's, that's what I was saying now. I think I was explaining to someone earlier today that I think in Lagos... I'm just going to talk about Leo. I think we've constructively created this mind game and as you said, like the rules and regulations. So it's like you make yourself available but not so available because you don't want the person that you're talking to to go ahead and paint you as desperate to their friends 
or because you don't want people to go around and say yes. you're being too oh this one like it's almost like you don't want someone to say ah this one they toast me or this one they try to get down with yeah you don't want to be at the short end of this. You stick. don't want to be at the short end of the stick. So it's like out. we've now created all of these things of like like all this don't reply early, you know, yeah. don't make yourself so so what is your it's almost like a you don't want dynamics. it's like a power, power dynamic. Fight, you're very fight for power dynamic where you've not forgotten to You've not got so there's not a lot of manipulation of like I'm gonna ask you out, but I'm going to indirectly ask you out so it doesn't seem like I asked you out. So you don't go ahead and tell people I asked you out. <sighs> it's a lot of chore. This is so stress. This is why I don't like. This is why I don't even look for it because it's so fucking stressful. Everybody's trying to up on somebody. Everybody's trying to play a game. Everybody's trying to feel like they are stronger than someone or they are more manipulated than the rest. I'm like, can all of you just relax, bond, fall in love, fall out of love, and move on? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, I think also, I think it's the fear that people don't even really know, as you said, like they don't really know what love means to them, or they've not even had the chance to really analyze. You know, because I feel like if you really analyze yourself deep down and you say, okay, I'm in the mood for a relationship. Some people just want to get into a relationship because that's what everyone is doing. He's doing, yes. And they don't want to feel alone. They feel like don't feel alone. So it's like, oh, let me just do it. It might seem fun. And then when the actual work now comes for you to do it, it's like, "Mm, I don't want to do the actual work. I just want to have the name of, I have a girlfriend, I have a boyfriend, I have whatever I have, you know. And it's like, the moment you start identifying those things, you now start to forget that, that already now creates a damage on a lot of other people and a lot of other things and a lot of other ways of which love is supposed to exist. I understand. Uh, do you think that um, you can love somebody and still be lustful of other people? Hmm. I think so. I I genuinely think so. Because, you know, before I used to really find it very cheeky where people would say, oh, um, I like... If I'm dating, my eyes can't be any other place, or I can't think. I, I don't think my mind will ever like run through and think. But it's in mind. It goes on its own, right? Mm-hmm. I think what we forget that the only thing we have control over is control. Yeah. You know, so the only thing out of everything that we have control, because sometimes you know your brain wearies off to different places, but you you have the control to say, okay, no, this is not what I want to do. You know, you have to make the conscious decision and say, okay. And I think lustfulness just happens, as you say. Like it's, it's literally as you, you with lustfulness, it's not about like so many other things. It's like me now. One of the things that would make me very lustful to someone else, maybe you, as I say, like I like dark skinned people, or I mm. like a certain type of thing that I might just find very attractive about you, right? And I'm just like, shit, I want to fuck you. you. You really like give me that vibe. But then I can also be in a relationship and now start thinking lustfully about somebody. But if I have the control to say, well, I'm not going to go ahead and do that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that's where like the real control comes from, but I don't think it, it exists. It, it stops existing once you get into love. I think that's fair. I think. What that do you I think, think it stops existing? I, I think when you love someone, when you love someone, you can also be like lustful of other people. Mm-hmm. But you're lustful in the sense that you can find that person attractive, but you can't really. If you really love someone, you can't really think of like. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with other people. I mean, there are other people there. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it differs. For me, I really it doesn't work that way. Like I can see you and I can find you attractive, yeah. and I might think it, but it will something that it's not that I want to pursue. Yeah. Because once I start pursuing it, then I mean, like, okay, something is up, mm-hmm. and then we need to start communicating. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like okay, something I need to get off my chest, communicate. I feel like a lot of people do not communicate about their their problems, their emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you cannot, if you love someone, I cannot communicate with that person then. It's, it's just going to fail. Like, it's literally just going to fail. And I think also, like, um, 
another thing I think is a tricky part when it comes to relationship is that we really don't get to spend a lot of time with ourselves and really analyze ourselves. As I, I think I mentioned this earlier today. Sometimes because you think about people that go into relationships with baggage, you think about people that go into relationships without having worked on themselves. They are being so self-oriented. Yes. They are being so... Um, That's very, very important. They are being so negative. And sometimes, like, a lot of negativity comes from what you already have invited in yourself. And, like, even low self-esteem. And low self-esteem. I feel like if to, for, mm-hmm. for you to make a relationship work, you yourself have to make yourself work. Mm-hmm. You should be in good, that good mental space for it. The loving yourself, like, even, even as cliche as it sounds, it's a very strong Strong part. thing, yes. Because you, that, yes. that now allows you to see the things that you can, you can see clearly as it plays, the things that you can take and you cannot take, things that you can give and you cannot give, the things that, because you've had the time to spend time with yourself and your emotions and yes. analyze, right? And say, okay, this is it. This is me. And now remembering that once you now get into a relationship, it's you exist as you, but you also exist as an entity. So you don't lose yourself, but you also know that it's now like myself and my partner. Yes. And you know where your limits are and what you can yeah, take. Exactly. And you know who you are exactly. So a lot of people don't enter a relationship and they not sort of themselves and they just just they they're just, just there. Do start doing all the negative and crazy shit. And it's like sometimes you, people fail to really check themselves and say, Well, maybe I am the drama. <laughs> are you am the, I the drama this are season? The drama? <laughs> are you are you the drama <laughs> this season? <laughs> because like sometimes like we keep crying and like, oh my god, I hate like these people are so scum, these people are so disgusted. Uh, you seem like you are the problem, though, because like, you're going around with all of this negative type A shit that it doesn't make any sense to anyone. And because you don't want to call your own bluff, you're just like going around like treating everybody exactly. like trash. But then you would literally tweet, oh, love is not for everyone. Love is so cruel. Love has broken my heart. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm single. Oh, and it's crazy because like even I when you go on to paint moment. the scenarios to other people mm. you still come from a place of me 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 yes and not like this is how i felt and i think i understand because like if you no matter how fucked up relationship is right you should always put the other person you should always have that empathy of thinking about mm. the other person and how how the other person kind of perceives your reaction to be or perceives any of the things that happen but some people just go off on this tangent of like oh well me, 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 me. Oh, oh, and another thing, I feel like our generation be let go of like minute details or like minute feelings. Like, yeah, you know those little, little feelings that you shit. feel that someone does something like it's not a big deal, but you do not just feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone just mistakes, ah, I see you short boy, I just laugh. Like, it's something, and it's something that makes you insecure. So, but something that makes you insecure, but it's it's not something so big. It's like, mm-hmm. person, you know that person intent wasn't bad, but it hurts your feelings because that leads into a larger. A larger thing, little little things like that. If not communicated, mm-hmm. would you people would just that that's what they say. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, but oh, sorry, don't make jokes about that. I'm insecure about height. Exactly. It ends exactly. right there. Exactly. And you know that the next time it happens, then this person is not. Yes, attention. and you know that okay, yeah, the person is now the intention is no longer good. It was the person is now coming at you. Mm-hmm. Do you get because yeah. you already stated and okay, I don't yeah. like this. This made me this, and this made me that, and mm-hmm. I also feel. Our generation don't know when it's also time. Like, you know, sometimes you fall in love mm-hmm. and life happens, you fall out of love. Yeah. And our gener- I feel like our generation also lingers. Like, mm-hmm. you both know that you are both out of this thing. But you want to hold But it. you're just holding on to it. I've always to understand the tricky line of what that is, you know. How you really, because sometimes, like, you put in the work, right? As you say, you fall out of love. Mm-hmm. 
but then you know i guess maybe after like therapy and after you've had the chance to really analyze because sometimes it might not be just sometimes if some people might use that as an excuse to like get out of relationships because they've not been able to communicate well yeah exactly that's why i feel like when you know you're falling out of love is when you be able to communicate like you're communicating well but still you're not feeling it mm-hmm. everything you've said everything you feel is out of the table both parties know it but still there's something to not working or something mm-hmm. then it's time to go and it's okay to fall out of love mm-hmm. it's okay to say like it's time to go and i'm, I'm over and done with so mm-hmm. i feel like we should also put that into consideration when we're going to relationship that when it's okay when we fall out of love communicate about okay i'm feeling this way i don't mm-hmm. feel the way i used to and just speak out it just makes everything easier for everybody so what's your take on soulmate i mean my take on soulmate i think generally i feel like soulmate can be anybody it's not compulsory like you have to be sexual with your soulmate mm-hmm. i feel like soulmate is someone that you just meet and there's just this instant bond and you just know that okay yes this person will forever understand you. You can also understand this person. True. And it's not compulsory sexual. Sometimes your zombie can be your best friend, can be your sister, can be your mother. True. It can be so that you just be close. That's how I see zombie. I don't always say, mm-hmm. it's not compulsory. Like, I don't feel like your partner in life mm-hmm. is your soulmate, your soulmate. If you're, you might be lucky enough to find it or they might be as close to a soulmate that can be yeah, you get, but they might not be your soulmate. Exactly. I just said so <laughs> So yeah, that I feel like that's my take on it. Mm. And yeah, listen to love generation. I promise you, if you want to you want to have sex with someone, just say it. You don't need to make a relationship out of it or make a situationship out of it. Mm-hmm. Be upfront. But do you think like also in the conversation of sex, right? Because I think you know, love is respecting yourself and mm. understanding of this thing. But I think when lust comes in or when the conversation of sex comes in, I think that people think that sex exists in a space where respect doesn't have to be there. I see that. And people forget that. Because you're having a sexual... Like, it doesn't eliminate the fact that like if you guys make commitments and say, okay, you know what? Let's meet at 4 o'clock. Right? And let's fuck. Right? Yeah. And then this person doesn't call or even tell you, like, I, I can't make it. And then like, texts you on a random like maybe four days ago and says hey what's up that shit is the most disrespectful that shit is disrespectful like I, I literally always say it and it I, it I swear that's one of the things that can get you blocked okay. I know a lot of a lot I, of I think they blocked they blocked they blocked and I think people don't know that all of this exists in the same space like self respect eh cannot be eliminated because they are one fuck. Yes. You cannot trample. Like, and people think that the moment you, you start a conversation of sex, I don't know how, like, I don't know how that significantly works together. That it's like, oh, well, now you're a slut. So, like, I'm probably going to treat you like one. And it's weird because people now forget that, like, it's literally both of us making a commitment and saying we want to fuck. It's not just me. Exactly. Because you literally said, yeah, I'm down. Right? Exactly, So, yes. if, I, if, if we start a conversation and say, let's fuck, it's as easy as, oh, I'm not free at four. Let's maybe make it at seven. Okay. Okay, I think I might be able to squeeze in out of, out of my party, whatever shit. And I'm creating mm-hmm. a scenario out too. And then, okay, fine. Seven works. And then you both make it. But then if you both have agreed, four o'clock. Yeah. Baby, do not disrespect this. Don't do that. Like you have to show... If it's not an emergency. If or... it's not an emergency. And simply just say, oh... 
I can't make it. Yes, and also yeah, communicate. Oh, I cannot make it. Communicate. It's not like Do you communication get? doesn't start with relation, and it's well because like if you make a case about that, it's like why not dating? Why are you making a case about it? Bitch, shut the fuck up. If you're going for a meeting, you made that arrangement, and you literally cannot just cancel your meeting out of nowhere. I find it very disrespectful. So it's like very disrespectful. When people do that shit, like, and I think like with with that thing just shows how much of an attention people put into things like this because like you you solely choose to disrespect someone not because of it's just maybe because you think like you can exactly or doing it makes you feel good i know some people when they think i don't you you know and it's like because it's not even just like it's about like respecting how people handle like sexual um sexual advances so sometimes like oh uh i can come around and i'll just be like um you text someone, maybe you guys have done something before, right? Mm. And you text the person again and like, okay, let's do this again, right? Yeah. And then this person like ghosts you for no goddamn reason. <laughs> I find that like I find I mean, that really, ex- really, really, really I mean just thing. why do you have to lie? There's there's no goddamn like, I reason. Find it very, very weird. Like literally I've said it before, like I've had sex before where I literally tell you right before you leave, shit, you need to work on your sex game. And I'm sorry if this might affect your ego, but like, Let me... I'm helping you to help the other people that might come after me because I definitely will not be doing this again. Exactly. But somebody might be, so you probably need to like check yourself, maybe do better. You need and to do like, better. The way you confront <laughs> people about like doing better about sex, like maybe the problem is you, not mm. me. Maybe you're not really good at it. Uh, you are the problem, Nick. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do any of that. But, like, all of this shit just exists in the same space as, like... Because the moment we all turned hundreds, we lost respect. That, I was literally about to say that, like... But that was on that be, like, the closing section. <laughs> I wanted to like, ask, like... Yeah. Do too much sex, like, hinder human feelings? I think or it does. Or love connection? I think it does, to an extent. I think it kind of, like... There's a, they exist in and out of each other. Because, like, you because you exist solely on like just rapidly going in and out of things and in and out of people you start to lose no matter how we try to like say yeah it's good to really fuck around and do shit like that sometimes i find it like you have to take a break sometimes because it's really as sacred as people try to describe it as. and i feel like sometimes the people have sex to that just to check boxes mm-hmm. like, oh this person has fucked my friend fuck me. you know what let me for the person. person is fine. Ah, this person has fucked. Oh, okay, let me just. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're not even doing it for your pleasure. Now you're just yeah. doing it because, oh, people are doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's. Or you're acting out. Or people do it because they want to and act I think, out. Like, so the it's just more, crazy. The more we go into, like, you know, I'm fucking today, I'm fucking tomorrow, I'm fucking next tomorrow, right? We, we, as you said, like, you tend to lose yourself slowly into, like, all of this rapid motion because first of all in the middle of all of this there's a lot of toxicness that is going on into this like excessive having sex right? yes there's a lot of you know meeting people, like toxic meeting, people meeting toxic and people, getting scared by meeting those toxic people. Those toxic people you know you have and i really say like i've had so many sexual um um uh encounters that will literally that change your, your yes mm-hmm. and i think the perception also, like, of life or the way you think you sometimes you might have sex with someone and like there's always this conversation of like how much, even as much as both of you agreed to do certain things, how much of a communication, how poorly the communication was during sex. And that's also another thing that I think affects your emotions. Because, you know, as much as it's just you guys having sex, there should still be a certain level of, like, respect for the body. Yes. You know? That's true, I understand And that. it's like, consent sometimes can, there's a thin line of consent where sometimes it can feel taken away just because of one certain little action. 
It's true. And it's not thoroughly taken away, but it's taken away to a point where it's like... Yeah, you just feel you uncomfortable. Just feel uncomfortable. You know, sometimes it's, it might just be a minor like, oh, just take it slowly, right? And this person doesn't listen. I or maybe you might, maybe like someone might be moaning now and then this person says, oh, why are you shouting like a girl? Or why are you making noise like a little child? Yeah. You know? And it's like, there are different things that people just like, and those kind of things like, it's, a, it's as tiny as that statement, right? But it does affect you emotionally. And that's where I think a lot of the toxic damage now comes from. Where okay. you know, start losing yourself. Okay, slowly. I get what you're saying. So it's like, well. there are little hints of things that just happen during sex where, and I think people forget that as much as it's like, it's a sexual encounter. Like it's, it's also a, a sexual coffee. exchange. It's also a sexual you exchange. It's also a, experience. A, respect should still be there. Yeah. And respect, respect comes with love, right? You can't have respect and not have love. Because with love, you have respect. Yes. Child. Key. <laughs> but, but, so like, so, the fire. So, so like, those little things, like, a lot of that will now add up and then I start breaking people. And it's like, broken people now become more broken people and start affecting And that's what we say, when does sexual liberation become too liberating? Too liberating. Because we also have to check all these things. Where, like, when we have sex with too many people, I feel like when you have sex with too many people, you get little and you get little more damage every yeah. single time. Yeah. Because every different encounter is different things. It can be positive, it can be negative. Yeah. And every negative will also it will make an impact it in your life. It will make an impact in And your so life. this will also make decisions that you're going to make and make changes in your personality too. Yeah. And so that can affect you in the long run. Mm-hmm. So always try to curb like even as well, like sex is very available now. Or like mm-hmm. when we were younger, when yeah. our parents were okay, younger, mm-hmm. it wasn't just readily available. Mm-hmm. Now it's so available. People have forgot, forgotten like the real, the real essence of love. Yeah. And, and I, I just feel it's so sad yeah. because we can we work on it and we can do better. And like just break down all of these rules and regulations and this system that we've created. created. So head. it's okay to text back. It's okay to text back. It's okay to hit someone up. It's okay to slide into people's so DMs. DM. I know and it's okay. It's also be... okay to take rejection. Yeah, Do exactly. You get... That's literally what I was about to say. Like, it's okay to take rejection because sometimes we forget that a lot of this rejection just makes you see that. And weirdly, for people that really give out rejection, please try your best to give out rejection in the best place possible. Don't be don't a, be a dickhead about it. Literally, this person is just asking you if you want a date or if you mm. want to go out, the highest you can do is, I'm not interested in you. I don't really vibe with you. And yeah, it will definitely affect the person, but like, you have to let it off in the best way possible. Because at the end, they do it to you, you're not going to like it, right? You're going to be yes. insecure about it and you're going to want to, you're even going to throw your feet about it because a lot of you dickheads, that's when you now start to become very egotistical and be like, who wanted you in the first place? Bitch, you did. Like, like I always say there was something, there's one person I like, like, like a story now, there's one mm. I had to like, mess with them, like, want me to fuck and everything. And after a while, person told me, oh, see, I'm not attracted to you again. And I was like, that's fine. And normally, I would have blocked the person, but I didn't have any ill to what. Because mm-hmm. I, I, like, I know what, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You're not attracted to me doesn't mean someone else will not be attracted to me. To, yeah. Or the next person I'm attracted to is not attracted, to, not me attracted to me too. That's you out of, like, 7 billion people. Mm-hmm. And we should also be okay with it. And you see, I, I was like, okay, that's fine. And that was it. And we both stayed in each other's spaces and we saying, hi, 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 hi. Mm-hmm. And over a while... This same person that was like, oh, I'm not attracted to you, came mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and was, uh, 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 what the, what's the word? Backpedaling. And so, oh, I like you and stuff like that. Oh, let's see for drink. Oh, let's... So just, it's okay. I just focus on you. Don't always let people's opinion tear you down because at the end of Respect the day, yourself. you have to see yourself as that girl. Yes, you are that girl. <laughs> you yes, are that you. girl. I'm talking to you. You are that girl. But anyways, um, 
I just feel like everyone should just always go out with love. Just be very cool about it. If you're fucking, at least respect yourself enough to know. That. Just be intentional and I, about really anything about, like, you want to do. If you are having sex with someone that you think is not really like treating you well emotionally, forget that you guys are having casual sex. No matter how casual it is, if this person is canceling on you, if you're not feeling disrespect. Yeah, if this person is disrespecting you, bad time, yeah, if this person is disrespecting you, or if it's always gonna be on their call and not on your, your own call, call, yeah, then just um take your bag do, yes. and get the fuck out. Because when you are in toxic spaces, you tend because to because you don't know how that is affecting way. you, but it is affecting it's, you, yeah, and it's affecting your emotional connection to other people. So my own message to our Gen Z and millennials: be intentional of anything you want to do. Um, if you want to be in love, be intentional about being in love. If you want to be in a relationship, be intentional about that. If you want to have sex, be intentional about that. That's like be, be intentional about it. Exactly. Don't make excuses. Don't try oh, to. I'm just fucking because. Like, I'm no, uh-uh, whatever no. you want to do, be intentional I'm about it. I'm fucking because I want to fuck. That's how you should say it. Papa. <laughs> anyway, it's time for Jelly <laughs> Uh, dear Lagos, please use protection, um, and also ask for consent when you want to have sex. Like, be really keen on consent because, you know, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Dear Lagos, um, first of all, I'm enjoying the rain, so thank you, Lagos, and thank you, God, and thank you, Mother Nature. Even though you're over, you've been all over the place period, this period, she's been... But her nature has been doing a lot. She has been doing tantrums everywhere. Ooh, child. So, yeah. But yeah, dear girls, I'm grateful for lovers. I'm grateful for sex. And I'm grateful for, like, everything in between. And that's on Carrie Bradshaw. And, <laughs> and that is on Carrie Bradshaw. Poor.